Welcome to How to Hyperbaric Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Marsha, and today I have with me Dr. Melissa Saunders. We have a really interesting topic of conversation. Uh, a lot of people nowadays are using hyperbaric therapy. It's becoming more and more popular. You can see that from numerous clinics that are opening, companies that are producing hyperbaric chambers, and people who are using hyperbaric therapy. But I hear from many patients of mine and people around me that not everyone gets the benefits from hyperbarics that they were looking for initially. And they're asking why. And there is a reason for that. And that's why I have Melissa on a podcast with me today, because she's going to tell us why is this happening and how we can fix it. Welcome to the show, Melissa. Thank you. I'm so excited for this chat. This is one of my favorite, favorite topics. So uh, yeah, let's start from the beginning. People are using hyperbaric therapy. They're aiming at us. They have certain health goals. They're having their treatments done and they're not seeing the results to the extent, not all of them, but many that they were hoping to. What is going on? Yeah, well, as you know, I in particular love to talk to women, especially women who have children, mamas, or you know, just the busy woman out there trying to do a million different things. So. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy, as you know, is one of my hands down favorite, most effective therapies. It's saved me from a dramatic health condition, which I know we'll talk about later. But I think especially as women, we have got to stop putting all the power into these therapies and taking it away from ourselves. And so, you know, when we're constantly running around having these crazy chaotic lifestyles where we're in fight or flight all the time. And then rushing to do these different therapies that, again, is just now one more thing on our to-do list, but not changing how we actually show up in the world, we're not going to get as much out of the therapy as we can. So what I love to do is to inspire women and walk women through this three-step process. I know we're going to talk about this, but essentially what I'm doing is taking a woman and helping her switch from a state of chaos, overwhelm, frustration, fatigue, feeling like you're spread too thin to taking even just a few minutes a day, it doesn't take much at all. And literally what we're doing is we're reconnecting with ourselves. And when we do that, so simply, it turns into living more in flow. What does that mean? It's getting through the day, getting everything done, but somehow at the end of the day being like, that was pretty easy. I got it all done. I have leftover to give to my family, my friends, those around me that I care for. It's just this little tiny switch that we can make. We have everything we need inside of us. And when we can tap back into that and be reminded of that and remember how to use it, we'll get so much more out of our lives and the therapies that we choose to use. Wow. I'd love to get to the point where I get through my day and say, wow, that was easy. Because I have to admit, it's not about me yet. And I know, and, and I'm actually willing to learn and I'm willing to implement these things into my life because I might be doing a lot of things for myself, hyperbaric therapy included, but mm -hmm. I feel there is more to it, right? It's, what is it? Is it? There's, yeah, there's more to it. And you can also look at it like there's less to it. It's, I think we constantly are looking for these outside things to make us feel different and better when truly it's what's in the inside. And I know that sounds like so cliche, um, but again, you know, we have, especially as women, we're born with this intuition. We have this inner voice and when we can tap back into it and remember how to listen to it. And that's what I teach women. Um, we literally have all the answers that we need. We can 
live in a more feminine flow state. What do I mean by that? Well, as women right now, as men too, I think it's a really interesting time, but I again like to speak to the women. We are juggling so much more than we watched our mothers do, right? So for a lot of us, that means uh, we possibly might have a career outside of the home. At the same time, those of us that are raising children no longer have, you know, the village around us that our mothers had, right? At the same time, we're dealing with screen time and how do we navigate that? At the same time, we're hearing that our children aren't safe, that we can't let them run around outside until the streetlights come on. So it's a really interesting time where there is so much going on outside of us. There's so much that we're trying to do every single day. And also hearing, you know, the effects of how we are and the implications that it has on our kids. So, you know, there's statistics on health and mental illness for women with young children, and we're so much more likely to suffer from depression and anxiety. And we now know that our mental state impacts our children's mental state. We know that if we're in depression or anxiety, that impacts our immune system. So we're more likely set up for chronic disease, autoimmune conditions. I don't say this to scare women, but I do say this to start to help leverage the conversation of self-care and how important it is. It becomes, you know, a non-negotiable a non-negotiable in our lives. And that's a really important thing that I like to teach women too, is, you know, when you can establish and leverage your self-care, taking care of yourself, sitting with yourself, tuning and listening to yourself and your needs, when you can make that a non-negotiable, you're going to make it happen. So for instance, you know, if you're a parent, a non-negotiable for your kids might be no matter what, they're not allowed to run out in traffic, right? Super obvious, but it doesn't matter what that looks like, how upset someone gets. If your kid runs to traffic, like you're going to stop them no matter what. So when we can get to a place where we can understand that if we don't take care of ourselves, maybe we're okay now, but what if you continue down this track of putting everyone else's needs ahead of you, your career ahead of you, your friends ahead of you, your family ahead of you, what are you going to look like? What's your health going to be in six months from now? What's it going to be a year from now, two years from now, three years from now? I mean, these statistics tell us we can't live like this anymore. We're suffering. And, you know, literally because of a health experience that I went through, again, I know we'll talk about it. I realized it became very much reality in my life that if I fell apart, there was nothing that I could do for our family anyway. Not only that, but my family dramatically suffered. So you can get to a place where you realize self-care is not selfish it's literally one of the most selfless things that we can do for those around us. And this is the therapy that we're going to be talking about today, self-care. I consider it as a therapy. Self-therapy, I don't know. Um, can you call it that? But then you can have other people involved in it, right? Other therapists who can help you practice self-care. Uh, the, the biggest problem is that it's not considered to be part of the healing journey mm -hmm. on the most part. You go even to a functional medicine doctor, what do they do? They give you a list of functional medicine tests and then you leave with prescription for IVs, I don't know what, ozone therapy, hyperbaric therapy. We all know the names of these therapies. We Most of us tried at least some of these therapies, mm -hmm. but I think we're lacking in this prescription. Maybe the most important thing that ties everything together and it's self-care. Yeah, I would agree. And, you know, self-care does not, 
I would call myself the self-care queen. I don't remember the last time I got a massage or took a bubble bath. Like these are not the hour and a half, two hour things that we do once in a while when we can get a sitter, we can carve out time, we have a day off. It's literally connecting to ourselves. It's We don't have to wait for someone to prescribe this for us. We don't have to take something in the outside in. It's something you can do in your car on the way to pick up. Like we always, always have access to this. It's free. It takes very little to no time. You can do it in tiny chunks throughout your day. And that's what's going to make the difference. It's almost like flexing this muscle where you're constantly feeding this. I almost like to personify it. Like think of this inner person. You're constantly touching base with her. What do you need? What do you want? What's not working for you here? It's literally like so many of us talk to ourselves. Like, let's talk to ourselves and make it effective. Let's have it be a two-way conversation. Like, this is the gold of self-care to me. A lot of us talk to ourselves in a negative self-talk. That's the And problem. a lot of ourselves talk to us in a negative socks, in a negative talk. So I would love to touch on that if that's okay. Absolutely. Go ahead. So we have this inner voice. So three of the things that I love to walk women through are one, most important, create time to stop and connect with yourself. So I like to do this in the mornings. I have this thing, I call it the magical mornings challenge where I teach this for free on my platforms. This is something I do every single day. If I have two minutes, if I have five minutes, now I get up like an hour early. This has happened over the last few years because I love this time so much. So first step is to create the time and space to stop and connect with yourself. If it's two minutes when you get out of bed, fine. Start to listen to that inner voice. She's probably pissed off. If you haven't been listening to her in a long time, she doesn't have nice things to say. So this is that voice you hear maybe when you're getting ready. Oh, gray hairs, looking kind of chubby. Like you have this voice, you've heard this voice, but we can turn this voice into good when we nurture her, when we listen to her and give her what we want. So again, if we personify her, she's got a masculine side and a feminine side. And so many of us, I know like you and many women, I'm sure that listen to your podcast, we are type A overworking women who tend to listen to the masculine side of the voice. What is that? Those are the shoulds, the needs tos, the have tos, the judgments. So, you know, maybe you're sitting on your couch, just like enjoying that warm beverage and you just want like five more minutes, but there's that you got to get up. You should really pick up that mess. You should really get ready for work. You should really cook the dinner. You should really, that's the masculine side of her. The feminine voice, the one that we have forgotten to listen to for so long is the one that's like, mm, I don't want you. I just want like two more minutes. Okay, I'll give it to you. Mm, I don't want to get on emails yet. I just want to like stretch on the floor and do yoga or like move for a minute. Okay, I don't have 10 minutes to do that, but I have two. Like listening to what she wants and giving it to her. I know it sounds crazy. I know it sounds crazy, but I can tell you that voice, that is our intuition. That is our powerhouse. And the more we can feed it and listen to it, the louder it's gonna get. It's this inner knowingness of what we actually need to show up better in the world for everyone around us. Excellent. Uh, I was listening and I'm like, I got to start doing that. Mm -hmm. uh, it's actually talking to your inner child and giving them what they want or you what can, she mm -hmm. wants. Yeah. So I think for a lot of people, that's a really, really good way to think about it. Like take a picture of you as a child, stick it on your mirror and listen to that inner voice. So like the three powerful steps are creating the time to sit, 
listening to that voice and then taking action based on what she needs. So like in my crazy day of, you know, first of all, if anyone follows my platform, they probably think I don't work because I video like bike riding at the park, skateboarding lessons, going back to gymnastics at age 42, like these crazy, crazy things that my inner voice has told me to do. I'm telling you, I've had the most fun year, the most successful year. I run three businesses. I have three kids. Like we travel a lot for work. We have a crazy life, but I take these little three minute, five minute chunks throughout my day where, you know, when you get that feeling, we all have it. You're going through your day and you're just like, oh my God, I cannot do another email right now. Like I just don't have it in me or, oh my God, I don't want to get on this meeting. Like I am just fried and burnt out. I have nothing left. Those moments are when I tap in and I listen. And it might not mean that I can do what I'm actually wanting to do in that moment, right? We all have responsibilities, but like things that my inner child says to me is, oh, if I could just like do a lap on my bike, like I love riding my bike. If I could just do a lap on my bike, this would be so much easier. Great. I'll take a two minute lap. Takes two minutes, completely refreshed, get back on the emails. Those are the things at the end of the day that add up. So when I have my three children get in the car at pickup with all their messy emotions that they've held in all day, I have space for them. It's these little trinkets of of hearing your inner voice, listening to her and taking action that make all the difference. Wow. It does make all the difference. It sounds so easy, but I know it's not. I know it's not. And like enough, I've tried that, but I guess with, if you do it every day, it sort of becomes a habit. Yeah. Well, it's simple. It doesn't mean it's easy, but I would love, I mean, what, what comes up for you is what would make that challenging for you? Cause I'm sure whatever makes it challenging for you is a challenge for me and everyone listening. So why don't we just delve into one of those? Absolutely. What I think is that in our minds, at least for myself, it's true. Mm-hmm. Things that we really want and things that we know are good for us. These are two different things. When you're asking this little girl, what do you want? And I don't know, uh, uh, nothing comes to mind. I don't know, go into it, go into the gym. She doesn't want to, but she knows that she needs to, it's good for her. Mm -hmm. This is not something that she, you know what I mean? We're mistaking. I do. Still self-care, but this is not what you're talking about at the moment. No, it's exactly what I'm talking about. What you're talking about is watching a sunset. Sunsets, they're five minutes long, but they're- It can be all- It can be all of those things. So I literally, for me, it's gotten to the point where I check in with almost everything I do. So as soon as that little feeling comes up that like, okay, it's Tuesday, 6 a.m. I would normally go to the gym, not feeling it today. Okay, what do you actually want? I know that moving my body is important to me. I know that I'm going to move my body. Is there a different way you want to move your body today? You want to just go for a walk? Great. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, literally, I cancel my gym sessions all the time because those are the days you go to the gym and it would be a crappy session anyway. I will move my body, but I'm going to do it differently or in a playful way. Maybe I throw on my rollerblades. Absolutely. Why does it have to look to if we tie to the menstrual cycle, we'll understand why some days we're like, yes, I want to go to the gym and other days we just want to take it easy and maybe do some yoga because it's a very yin very feminine type of movement as opposed to doing weights at the gym, which is very masculine. So I think, yeah, I think, you know, learning more about my cycle through people like you has been one of the most empowering things. And I think it's one of the most important things for us as women to learn. It's crazy that we didn't grow up learning this 
because you you get to a place where you no longer feel like something's wrong with you, right? Like, why am I just exhausted? Why don't I have it in me this week? When you're on social media, if you're scrolling social media and you're like, oh my gosh, look at this woman doing all these things and I don't have the energy. My first thought, if I think that, she's ovulating and I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> it just makes you feel like, okay, I'm not supposed to be doing those things right now. I'm supposed to be more internal and quiet because my intuition is really high right now. I'm supposed to be going for walks or a slower morning or sitting. So yeah, cycle syncing and and leaning into what's going on in our hormones is so important. And uh, how does it tie in with hyperbaric therapy? Because we mm. started with that. Like, what's your what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, um, I would love to talk a little bit about my story and what got me here because hyperbarics is what saved me. Um, so we have three kids. They're now 12, 11, and seven. But when they were six, four, and one, we have two boys and a little girl. Uh, I got really, really sick. And for a little while, we didn't know exactly what was wrong with me. Um, but I literally, I lost my mind. I completely lost my mind, which, you know, I really do feel like things don't happen to us. They happen for us. And so anyone who has chronic illness, autoimmune condition, mental illness, all the things you cannot see, like I, I have so much compassion for you because it is so hard to walk around and feel like a shell of yourself and for no one to understand. But, um, so I lost my mind. I didn't know my children's names. I didn't know their friends' names. Um, I developed social anxiety. I couldn't find my way to our office, which is two miles from our home. I'm a chiropractor. Uh, I would have to pull over and get out the map and map my way there. Um, I went to urgent care to get some blood testing. I was refused the testing that I wanted because I was told I was a tired mom of three. Thank God I know enough. I said I wasn't leaving until I got tests tested. I had a feeling I might have Lyme disease. Um, I said I wasn't leaving unless they tested me or they needed to sign something saying that they refused. Got my test, had Lyme. My co-infections were menin meningitis and encephalitis. So literally it attacked my nervous system. And um, hyperbarics is what got me through. I, you know, I luckily had access to a chamber. Thank God. Um, I knew that that was something that could help heal the nervous system. It's oxygen. It's the most important fuel source that we need. So I would literally lay in the chamber and within, you know, half hour of the hour session I would do, it felt like someone vacuumed the cobwebs out of my brain. And so, you know, within a matter of two weeks, thankfully, you know, my husband literally oversaw my care. He made a supplement regimen for me. I couldn't even remember anything. He gave me a flow chart. I couldn't even check stuff off. Like he just would feed me everything I needed. Um, I started to climb my way out, which is very, very quick. Uh, my diagnosis would be chronic Lyme. You would never know that I have it. Thank God. But, you know, hyperbarics is something I've always been passionate about, but I literally got to become a patient and like feel how life-changing this, this therapy is. Um, what that also did is it completely leveraged self-care for me, which I know we talked about. Like I saw very quickly what would happen if I couldn't take care of my family. I became a burden. Um, I literally, I, I could have watched my marriage and our children's lives fall apart very quickly. So it's, it's something that like I now, if given the choice between one of two things, like I'll always choose health. <clears throat> and I think that's a really important place for everybody to get, because as women, we're natural caretakers and it's so easy. How many times have you been like, 
it's Friday night, it's been a long week at work, but my friend just really, really wants me to come to this event. I'm exhausted. Like I've gotten okay with saying no and letting people down because the person I'd least likely to let down is my family and myself. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I've even come up with an acronym for the word no. It stands for nourishing oneself. So it's okay to say no. Well, I love um, it. Yeah, I think it's really important. I'm going to use it. I'm going to steal it from you. Yeah. And when you're saying no to someone else, you're saying yes to yourself. And, you know, I've just had to get to a point where the people around me understand that I put my health first. And if they don't, then they're just probably not my kind of people because this is who I am. I'm not pretending anymore for the sake of myself or my family. But, you know, hyperbarics is it's I mean, as a chiropractor and a natural health practitioner, it's it's all natural. It's so effective. When else can you be by yourself for one hour in this incredible, you know, almost like sensory deprivation experience where you just get to sleep or chill out or meditate um, or read a book? Um, so I think it's an incredible therapy to stack with others. And I'm very intentional when I say stack with others. I don't mean, you know, putting the light and the brain tap and like all these things. I know some people do that and that's great. Um, but I think it's really important to just go in there and, and do nothing. Like, when do we get to do that? I totally agree. Uh, I think a big mistake was done when people were allowed to take gadgets inside a hyperbaric chamber, really, because really you shouldn't be right. You should be there just by yourself, allowing that time in a closed space, maybe taking a book, maybe listening to some relaxing music, maybe doing breath exercises, meditating, maybe sleeping for 20 minutes. That's mm -hmm. okay too. And I think it's really beneficial, but not be constantly engaged. Melissa, you've seen a lot of patients throughout your uh, career, your practice, you're a chiropractic doctor. Your husband is uh, Jason Saunders for those, Dr. Jason Saunders for those who don't know, but I think everybody knows that. So together, you've seen even more patients, right? So my question is, and of course, you've analyzed uh, patient cases. And of course, you've seen patients who were combining self-care with hyperbarics. And those who maybe were not aware of its importance, there are many reasons why they were not but they were not. And in, if you could generalize, like what is the difference there? Yeah. I mean, not even just hyperbarics, anything. So if you're taking the time out of your day, if you're taking the money to pay for anything outside of you to impact your health, and there's definitely, of course, like I am all for that. I am for whatever we need, right? I'm, you know, my husband's a functional medicine practitioner. Like there are, there are times and places where we absolutely need these outside therapies and thank God for them. I was, I was one of those, right? Like I couldn't have just tuned into, maybe I could have, I don't know. <laughs> People do do it. So I shouldn't say that. Um, but if you're, if you're making the investment time and money in any of these things, and you can actually also put yourself in a state of healing by connecting with yourself, you are going to get so much better results in probably half the time. I mean, the people that commit to doing these kinds of things that are under our care, it's it's like half, half the amount of sessions that they need to do. It's a lighter energy. They're in a healing state. Like we have the ability to heal our body. As a chiropractor, I mean, that was so ingrained in our curriculum and our body is a miracle. Our body can create life. You want to think it can't heal? Like it can heal itself. 
But when we're so spun out in these beta brain waves and in fight or flight in a survival state, I know we're going to talk about animals and their ability and capacity to heal. Like we cannot heal from that state. When we're in fight or flight, it's like our body thinks we're in survival. So it's not going to care about healing. It's going to only focus on whatever it needs for survival, bringing blood to the periphery so we can run away from our organs that control our immune system. Everything just takes longer. So it's like such this little switch that makes such a huge difference. Thank you. Thank you for this amazing conversation. Uh, You've explained it beautifully. Uh, You gave our listeners tips to, um, to actually how to apply it, right? Because that's the most difficult part. We all heard about it. We know that it's important. We know that it's good for you, but how do you do it? You know, that's the question. And I know that you have the morning challenge, right? That's available on your platform. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because it's completely free, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and it sort of helps people. It's sort of an initiation into this whole self-care technique, is it? Yes. So this is one of my favorite things I do. It's a completely free challenge. It's always available. I'm sure we'll list the site below at some point. Um, It's a five-day challenge. Everything comes into your email and your inbox. Takes literally like as little as two minutes in the morning. These are subtle changes. These are the five steps I walk myself through every single morning. These are the subtle changes that are going to help you over the day continue to connect with yourself. Over time, you're just going to start to be like, hmm, that was easy. That felt better. I didn't realize I was doing anything. And these are probably things that you may or may not already be doing in the morning, to be honest. It's incredible what happens when we sign some intention and meaning behind things. So this is something that's so simple. It can be easy when you leverage it and make it important. And it's my favorite thing to teach. Excellent. And uh, where people can find it? Um, your Instagram page? Yeah, Instagram, B-E inspired mama, M-A-M-A is my Instagram handle. Um, same name.com forward slash mornings is the magical morning challenge. Uh, every so often, like about every month or so I do a group challenge where we all join at the same time. So if you like the benefit of a group, you can keep an eye on socials for that as well. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, and that's, that's amazing. So I think the take home message is that yes, hyperbarics works, uh, and it works by itself and it doesn't necessarily have to be integrated with other therapies but when you do the effects are multiplied we get the synergistic effects and we can think of um, therapies that everybody uses you've mentioned brain tap and red light I mentioned ozone and IVs but then there are also sort of unconventional therapies that are common sense but still it's a therapy like self-care that could be that could be so beneficial for people who came to do hyperbarics because they have a health concern and they really want to get the most out of their hyperbaric session. So that's a great addition and it's absolutely free. You just uh, need to learn how to do it. And Melissa teaches it in her five-day challenge. So I encourage everyone, I'll try to be there. I have to look at the time difference because I'm six hours ahead of you guys. But if it works for me time-wise, I will uh, join one of those monthly challenges when it's done as a group. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, um, we just make it, we make it like a day because there's people from all over time zones doing it. So it's just the day of this. And so when I'm posting um, about it, it's just, here's what today is, here's what the intention is, and here's how I'm showing up. 
So we all post on our social media, right? Mm -hmm. and we yeah, tag tag. morning chat. Mm -hmm. Okay, excellent. I have to do this. Melissa, thank you so much for um, sharing this information. Um, I hope a lot of people will get to hear about self-care and really try. And because honestly, why do we get sick? The terrain, right? Because we don't take good care of ourselves. Yeah. So thank you. I've loved this conversation and I can't wait. I'm going to check in with you later this week and ask you what you're doing to connect with that inner voice, that inner child, what you're doing. I'm so excited to hear. Yes, me too. Thank you.